There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I am Emily, as always, scared as ever. (laughs) I'm Henley, and I'm a goddamn damn scared again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sammy and I am very, very brave. So Hell yeah. <laughs> um, here we are once again in a new week back at it. I think I know the scariest thing that happened to us all this past week. Oh my God. Hit what us was with it? it? It was when a ghost ruined our last recording. Oh, oh it did. Yeah, that was deeply upsetting. Guys, we had the fabulous Betsy Sadaro on. We will have her back. She is a spectacular person person and guest Mm -hmm. and um she told us a ghost movie and then ghosts fucked up our audio (laughs) there's no other there's no two ways about it yeah it was pretty spooky spooky and upsetting and we really went through the stages of grief on that one (laughs) we really did yeah we had denial we had denial at first and eventually acceptance acceptance because yep that's where you have to end up is acceptance and and we can't wait to have betsy back um and let's see, did anything else scary happen to either of you this week? Um, a scary thing that happened to me was I got more drunk than I intended to at a strip club on a Monday night. <laughs> yeah, I would say being at a strip club on a Monday night is not something I would recommend to, to the <laughs> listeners. Can I just can I just one up this by saying that not only did I get too drunk, but I also ran into my neighbor who was a stripper there. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and she invited me over and told me that she was growing bok choy in her garden now. Yeah, and she's also really excited had about an, her garden, and also had a swimming pool, which I don't know how that works. Where yeah, we, that's where we're exciting. <laughs> All the love and support for strippers. I think they're fabulous. That's why we were there because we love them so much, and mm-hmm. we saw the movie Hustlers, which we, we were, also loved we so much. And I would say one of the scariest things that happened to me this week was. At the end of Hustlers, I started crying and thought I would never stop. <laughs> you were really moved by I it. Was so, by female it was friendship. a good movie. It was so good. Was I did not expect movie. to be emotionally moved in that way. And it was just like tears wouldn't stop falling out of my eyes. I didn't like feel like I was still crying. <laughs> but like I I did worry that I would not stop. Yes. I did eventually. Hey, so. I know the feeling. That's how I was with the Nightingale. Yeah, we sometimes look, big criers, big criers, on, big the criers on the podcast. <laughs> um, it really was scary because I looked around me and nobody else was having the same emotional response. So that's really when I wondered what was going on with me. Um, but it was a great, it was a great film. It was a film. I'll call it a film. Yes, it was definitely a film. It was a great film. And then didn't you ride home on a scooter? I did ride home on a scooter, <laughs> which was not the scariest part of my week. It was the fucking 
highlight. Uh, <laughs> I love a scooter. I love a scooter. <laughs> I was about, I was against them like we all have to be when we first are introduced <laughs> to the idea of scooters. I got on it for the first time a few weeks ago and you know what? They're so fucking fun. <laughs> they are so fun. Scoot responsibly, everyone. Um they they are definitely a danger to ourselves and society, but boy is it a fun time. Um well, speaking of films, yes. This week's film is a doozy. <laughs> this week uh we're talking about Event Horizon, came out in 1997, directed by Paul Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson. It's very funny. <laughs> the other Paul Anderson. Uh, you know, the other Paul Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Philip Eisner, starring Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne, Kathleen Quinlan, Jolie Richardson, and Jason Isaacs. Ooh, um, what a cast. Yeah, great cast. <laughs> um, and here to talk about it with us is uh, my friend, a writer, a big Dave and Buster's fan, Ooh. <laughs> Evan Sinclair. Yay! Dave and Buster's rocks. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Thank Evan. you for having me. I'm excited to talk about Event Horizon. We're, um, so we're so excited. Wait, so tell us, how do you feel about scary movies generally? Do you like them? Do you love them? I'm not like those people who are obsessed, mm-hmm. like people who go to Rite Aid and the second they see anything Halloween, they're like, I gotta buy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We know those Halloween heads. The Halloween I'm queens. I'm, I'm not that. But I love scary movies that are typically disturbing. I love really Ooh, disturbing. What a thing to love. Those are the ones, those are the ones I hate the most. Those no. are the ones that I definitely so don't what, like. When you say disturbing, what does that mean to you? If The best way to give an example would be movies that are disturbing. And I'll tell you the ones that are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Anything by David Cronenberg. So like Videodrome makes you feel horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's called a horror movie by some people, but not. But I'll put it in there. David Lynch's Blue Velvet. Another movie that's horrifying. It makes you feel terrible. You just like to feel dead inside. Oh, no, it's like the most alive I feel. Oh. It's like my version of cutting is like, I want to feel something. Um, funny my game. version of cutting is Instagram. <laughs> well, so disturbing, like all hope is lost for the universe type deal, or I think like personally disturbing. Oh, God. Like, like really like bad, hereditar- bad things are happening to yeah. you. Oh, like hereditary. Like, yeah. like Michael Haneke's funny games. Ari Aster's mm-hmm. Hereditary. Okay. Like when De- uh, Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby is mm-hmm. another one. That's it's not mm-hmm. like scary there's not a lot of jump scares that stuff like it's kind of cheap like jump scares really like yeah you can do them once and anything after that is just kind of like it's cheap Mm -hmm. yeah but if you can really like get a script that's good and if you get actors that just make you feel like the babadook you feel horrible for weeks and that's the best (laughs) oh wow that's the kind of stuff but i don't do it a lot it's it's really sparse yeah yeah, that sounds exhausting to do a lot (laughs) so do you have like a limit where you're like i can i can take one of these every few months every how often how often it's not like a time thing but i will say as i've grown older and now i have a one-year-old baby i do have a limit with certain things Mm. like Okay. Like baby stuff, probably. Like baby stuff. <laughs> like For some reason, when we had Goldie, my daughter, um, there's a lot of time where you have a lot of free time and she would sleep. And when she sleeps, I hear that you about sleep. having a baby. Yeah. yeah Tons right of free time. <laughs> well, that is true that in the beginning, they do sleep a lot. So in the be- right? you know, you're right. It's yes. I have, I have, I don't know why I'm here right now. This is a bad idea. Yeah. She's in the you car. Have- um, <laughs> Windows yeah, down. Uh, so, um, but th- when they're sleeping a lot, cause they sleep upwards of like 18 hours a day. 
So there's a lot of times where you're really just sitting there and then they get up throughout the night. So I took that time to watch a lot of movies while my wife slept and Goldie slept. And for some reason I was like, oh, I never got to see Mother and now <gasps> Mother's free on Hulu. Oh, Mother has a bad, bad baby scene. So oh, no. Mother has a scene. And so the whole, uh, without getting into it, Mother essentially has a scene where Jennifer Lawrence pers- is like Earth and Mother Earth and she's pregnant throughout the whole film. And in my mind, I'm thinking surely nothing will happen to the baby and something will happen surely. to her oh god she gives birth to the baby oh god meanwhile i have you like two week old in the other oh, room god. and i'm dealing with anxieties and fears i never even knew could oh, happen no, oh no this is worst case scenario and oh, there's a scene and can i spoil it spoiler alert they birth the baby she falls asleep because she's holding it wakes up and it's out of her arms and this weird cultish type of people who have moved into her home have taken the baby we see it essentially like like a uh, crowd surfed oh. peeing scared covered in blood then its head snaps back <gasps> and you see a group of people eat the baby what and it's I was, so fucked up it's I, like so fucked up. it's real real crazy yeah i was gonna, what oh, this is worst case scenario this, this is the this first is like movie the worst i watched baby. Oh, the worst with the baby God, yeah. I can't so, believe it went there. It I feel like, like completely a- insane. Like I the last act, I thought the person next to me in the movie theater was about to kill me because I was so like out of touch with reality by the end of the movie. <laughs> I like was sitting next to like a woman that came in just for the last 10 minutes of the movie. What? Well, I remember and you talking I, about this. And I was this. like, no one in their right mind would just come in for the last 10 minutes of this movie. She's here to kill me. Like she's <laughs> and she, she sat right next to you. She sat right next to me in a pretty much empty theater. I mean, she definitely was there to kill uh, you. Sammy, that is strange. It was fucking terrifying. That I was like, strange. well, I'm going to die in this movie. It was so weird. That was one of the weirdest like states of mind I've ever been in was watching Mother. You should try having a baby and not sleeping <laughs> for almost 48 hours and then watching the last yeah. part of Mother. Yeah, that sounds worse. But for some reason, that Oof. movie started this bizarre path for me of putting on movies that had kids dying in them. Just oh, like no. coincidentally. Yeah. Oh, no. And I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was like, okay. And also, too, it was around Halloween. So I'm like, I'm going to watch a couple scary movies. I watched Hereditary, had no clue. Don't Don't spoil it, because we'll do that one eventually. (gasps) Sorry, I got a big smile on my face. (laughs) The long and short is I kept selecting these movies that I thought, I would read the description, and it's like six women. No dead babies. Six women go spelunking in a cave, and I go, easy, how could anything happen? And it started, this is an actual movie, started with a flashback, Uh, the descent. Oh, we gotta do that. Started with a flashback scene. Of a family getting impaled by poles in God. a car accident. Yeah, I was like, fun. what the fuck? Yeah. I'm trying to. So, I yeah. mean, I think the problem here, Evan, is the genre. Uh-oh. I thought you were going to say my daughter. You can't enjoy movies anymore. She's a massive buzzkill. <laughs> Do you have a child that's really killing your buzz? Or are you just really scared to hear about Event Horizon? Either way, you'll be happy to hear that it's time for another cocktail hour. This week's cocktail is called Poke Your Eye Out. This is a real cocktail that exists and could not be more perfect for this movie, which will become very clear very soon. To make a Poke Your Eye Out, you'll need one and a half ounces of Blanco tequila, a half an ounce mezcal, three quarter ounce Aperol, a half an ounce sweet vermouth, a half an ounce maraschino liqueur, two dashes orange bitters, one rinse green chartreuse, and a orange peel twist for garnish. Rinse your cocktail glass with the green chartreuse, stir the rest of the ingredients over ice, and strain straight up into your cocktail glass. Now sit back and enjoy your poke your eye out, because where we're going, we don't need eyes. Okay, guys. 
Um, Event Horizon 1997. I got some sick trivia to share with you guys. Is everyone ready? Ready. Yes. Ready. Okay. Um, the spacesuits worn by the actors weighed 65 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love stuff like that. Why? Um, Don't you love that? Lawrence Fishburne got so fucking pissed about it and like screamed at the director <laughs> at one point yes. and was like, was basically like, what the fuck, dude? You did this to me. How dare you? Larry, let him have it. <laughs> uh, can you imagine being yelled at by Lawrence Fishburne? That would be oh. fucking That'd be pretty terrifying. Scary. Yeah, That'd I would like um, this is just a little educational tidbit for everyone, um, for our, our science fans in the audience. Uh-huh. Um, so the event horizon was named after the theoretical boundary surrounding a black hole within which gravitational attraction is so great that nothing, not even radiation, can escape because the escape velocity is greater than the speed of light. Mm. Technically, it is where the physical universe ends and physical laws no longer apply. So the ship's name is is symbolic for its journey beyond the borders of the known universe. Space space is is so so scary. scary. (laughs) (laughs) I will not watch movies that take place in space. They're really, really scary. I don't like it at all. Um, I'm I'm interested that this movie is not very highly reviewed. Critics do not love it, even though I've heard good things from friends who like films of this genre. I thought it was good. Um, I looked up, uh, I pulled up Rotten Tomatoes, 27%, pretty low. That's very low. That um, seems like rude. It seems rude. I think it's rude. And the first review on their like critic, like top, top critic reviews, um, it just says the pits. <laughs> the pits. Oh, God. The pits. I hate Rotten Tomatoes because um, it gives you a fine line between like actual reviewers and people who are like snarky like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's I don't like, know. Fuck you, dude. Don't tell me what I'm supposed oh, to like. The, okay. the next one, though, is um, climax follows climax until the weary viewer wants to cry. Stop already. <laughs> oh. And oh. but you know what? That's one that I'm like. I think I will feel that way. Yeah. Right? I, d- I mean, I get that one. I've I was pretty exhausted by the end. I was and just so scared. <laughs> wow. OK, well, I feel like um, we should watch the trailer. Let's watch See it. You guys into. are going to hate it. Oh, we're going to hate it so much. After seven years in deep space, there were 18 people on board this ship when it disappeared. I want them all accounted for opening outer door. It came back abandoned. Any crew? Negative. This place is a tomb. But it didn't come back alone. This ship has been beyond the boundaries of our universe. Who knows where it's been and what it's brought back with it. I have such wonderful things to show you. I like doesn't even like oh it doesn't show it, it, it yeah. barely it scrapes seem, the surface. Yeah, that really doesn't seem to the trailer makes paints it as kind of just like an action movie yeah. on a get in type. Yeah, like, I feel like I would be fucking pissed if I saw that trailer <laughs> and then went to see the movie and it was as horrifically violent as it appears that uh-huh. I've heard that it is. Because that trailer yeah. was just like it definitely is like creepy. Another tra- little trivia that I forgot to mention is that the first cut was so absolutely gruesome and terrible that they forced him to do another cut and they had to cut 30 minutes out and originally it was given an NC-17 rating. Oh my god. So good. Let's uh, launch right in. Let's get into it. I feel 
It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Like, I'll start by doing the, the character names so we know who we're talking about. Um, right. So Sam Neal is Dr. William Weir. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is Captain Miller. Kathleen Quinlan is Peters, the med tech. Mm. Jolie Richardson is Lieutenant Stark. Richard T. Jones is Cooper. Jack Noseworthy is Justin. Jason Isaacs is DJ. And Sean Pertwee Smith. So those names will be used a lot. And you'll get to know them as we talk about them. Close family members. (laughs) All right. So how does it start? Where are we at? This movie is very special to me. (laughs) Yes. And I will tell you why. Tell us why. Because in the year 1997, I was 11 years old. And I was hanging out with my mom and all my brothers were out of town. And she said, Evan... Do you want to go see a movie? Oh, I said, no. okay. And do you remember in 1997 when there weren't things like YouTube and you couldn't watch trailers? Yes. So you had to go by like magazine ads or you had to go by like, I saw a blip of a commercial on TV. So my mom goes, what's out in the theaters? I go, I don't know, but there's this one. Oh, Pointing no. Pointing to Event Horizon. And she goes, oh, look it. 
it's the guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Lawrence Fishburne, Cowboy Curtis from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh. And it's directed by the guy who did Mortal Kombat, that other thing you love. And I said, I think this is the perfect movie for year old me and mom to go see. Oh, no. I was so fucking horrified when I saw this movie. Like, I had a pit in my throat. I thought I was going to die. I had to leave 30 did minutes you, I was going to oh, say, yeah. did you walk oh, yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, my God. It only took 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Well, because, okay, roughly 30, 40. And so I watched it again to kind of get prepped up. And I was trying to figure out where was the point where my throat closed shut. And uh. I looked at my mom and said, like, I think we need to go. Oh. Where, of course, we went over to Golden Spoon, had some ice cream. Oh, great. <laughs> you deserved it. Ice cream. I mean, your mom, was your mom okay? Like, I know. She, I like because you're the one that pulled the plug. Yeah, the you're like, like, mom, I can't do this. We made a decision and we're going to stick it out <laughs> for as long as my son wants. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a memory of that. I, oh. I, I My memories are so scattered and it was me and they're freaked out and then like a blink and then I was in a parking lot of a golden spoon like, <laughs> shakily eating chocolate froyo oh. oh yeah so it was a horrifying experience but All I don't right. know maybe, maybe it's my mom's it. favorite movie and I'm a total buzzkill <laughs> She's like, Damn, oh, I wanted is, to stay. Yeah, my son is so lame. Every time Kids see, are buzzkills. <laughs> that's the lesson of this podcast. Yeah, every time I see my mom, she does bring up how she's never finished this movie. <laughs> and passive aggressively. Let me finish event horizon. <laughs> um, okay, so how does it start? Okay. Uh, it starts on some title cards that let us know that in the year 2040, the event horizon launched into space to explore the boundaries of the solar system. Mm. And went missing, and it was the biggest space exploration disaster of Akin all time. To like a Titanic or right. a Britannic, like is right. that okay? okay. Um, and s- seven years later, twenty forty seven, they send a ship out to go look for it, and that's kind of that's where we start. Okay. Mm. And the ship is manned by Miller, Lawrence Fishburne, yep. and his crew, and they're kind of this is kind of a sci fi and horror movie trope. So when you start watching this movie, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen this like twenty times. It's mm-hmm. a group of kind of ragtag buds. Mm-hmm. They're Josh and they're joking and they're good buddies, but they're kind of like doing something they don't want to do. Right. And they're there. They've been sent on a mission reluctantly, mm-hmm. and it's almost like it's that and like it feels and like it's my feudal. last day on the job, yeah. and then right. the worst day ever happens. Right. There's a yeah. lot of that. But then we learn that Sam Neill has been sent over because he was one of the guys who actually built the Event Horizon, yep. mm. and so he's kind of already odd man out. So there's like this weird tension from the get go. Yeah. But also we see like weird intercut shots in the beginning of Sam Neill having dreams that his wife's visiting him, and she has no eyes. What? It's just wet gooey cavity ew, 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 ew. just wet wet cavity oh my god wait was the wife on the event horizon no. this is okay. a dream just, he's having just out of context he's wife stuff these, going on he's having wife flashbacks well, and we don't first, know why yet at okay. first it's a dream oh, oh okay and it's it's clear that it's a oh, dream yeah, yeah. but kind of as the movie goes on and we'll get there i guess mm-hmm. you these dreams start to become a little bit more real or they become oh. lucid so it's like is this a dream is this a flashback? Is it a hallucination? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, mm-hmm. is, it, is it real? Or mm-hmm. is are these like actual apparitions? Are they memories? Yeah. Or, but yeah, eyes, fabrications. eyes have a really fascinating motif in this movie. Like eyes appear in so many different ways. Ooh. Whether <laughs> in the body. No, 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 Oh, God. That's, that's, I don't know if you guys know this. Hands are uh, not where eyes are supposed to be. No, they're not normally. in the head holes. That's oh, why they're there. In those gooey wet cavities. That's where I want them to be. <laughs> that's where eyes go in the gooey wet cavities. I'm teaching my daughter all about anatomy, and that's how I'm going to teach her. Just make her the watch eyes go in the gooey wet cavity. I'm going to show it to her, but in reverse. So she sees where eyes go into instead of eyes coming out of. Yeah, perfect. No. Yeah. Okay, so um, he sees his wife. So. 
Yeah, basically, yeah. So they go out to space to find the event horizon. And as they're getting nearer, they get like a transmission yeah. from it. And they can hear it like something in Latin. And they translate it. And it says, save me. Well, at or first, so they think. Yes, exactly. It's it's um distress call. It's a classic distress, distress call. call. It's yep. them saying, save me or help me or something like that. Okay, so they get to the ship and send three people on board first. It's Miller. Mm-hmm. Peters, the med tech, she's a woman, Mil- she- Miller's Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. and uh, Justin, yes. who is like the y- youngest one, kind of. He's like the explorer. He's like, he's like a young okay. buck. Mm. He's like this like young, kind of wet behind the ears, excited guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like a, if a golden retriever was a person. I've seen this actor in other movies, and he's he's kind of like if a dog turned into a person. Like, he's just like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and you just know the second you see him, it's like, this guy is fucked. Yeah. This guy is Instantly, fucked. he's too happy. Yeah. He just can't sustain. Yeah. But another thing that's interesting, too, about when they get onto the ship is that Weir wants to go. He has this drive, Sam mm, Neill's character. Right. And Lawrence Fishburne puts his foot down and says, absolutely not. That's not part of the mission. Right. We don't know what's on this thing that took right. care of there. And there's we're instantly like getting these like really tense motions between the two of them. Mm. Uh, interesting. And he doesn't let him go on. So then right. Sam Neill has to watch from their kind of like futuristic GoPros on their 80 pound uh, helmets. There's like heavy ass <laughs> costumes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, they each have kind of a creepy scene. Miller, like a frozen hand or like a a, a cut off hand, like hits his uh, mask. What? Is that cut off or is it just a glove? It might just be a glove. I think but it's like, like a, it's, a cat scene. Like, okay. oh, it's yeah, cat. yeah, it's, it's like a, a fake fake out fake out scare. And yeah. then um, Peters mm. sees a very scary corpse that's like real cut up and crazy and like. Uh, not a I standard mean, corpse. We're not, not talking a, standard corpse. No, this is like, well, yeah, like Hellraiser looking. Like his this, skin is like cut, like flayed. Check, oh, oh, it's no. like when you see someone get a chemical peel oh, and they're just no. that bright wetness. Yeah, like, picture that, but in space. But the oh corpses have all been preserved because they're in space, and somehow that's yes. possible. So it's like frozen. Yeah. Okay, got it's it. Just floating. And they're Ew. just kind of freaked out, mm-hmm. which to me and these kind of movies, when that kind of thing happens, I'm the guy who's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Of course. Mission's right. done, you guys. Of course. Right. But for some reason, right. they got to keep going. Well, I guess probably like you have to make sure, you know, that no one else their is job alive. is like, yeah, save any survivors. That's your job. Oh, well, but yeah. if that's what one of them looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> I look <laughs> like hamburger meat. His face is hamburger meat. It's so bad. Oh, no. So they um, keep going. So they're like, let's. OK, well, that's interesting. But, well, you and know, more also, to find out. They've also all split up. They're in like Smart. different rooms, which I also hate. Another classic happen. trope. Yeah. They're what? like, let's all explore separately, far away from each other. Which Do they have a way of communicating with each other? Yeah, they're, they're, they're in their little, little helmets. Talkies. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Neill is on the ship kind of telling them all where to go because he knows. He's like the architect. Right. And he's saying, all right, you go here, you go here, you go here. Oh, on the monitors, did they see the corpse? Did all the people on They're the- aware. They're yeah. fully Everyone, aware. Okay. Yeah. So at this point, everyone's kind of like, okay, I think we're not finding anyone who's alive anymore. We're now just going to figure out how these what people happened, died and yeah. how many more are there. Right. Um, and then Justin goes into what is the what are we what's the name of the thing that's the core the core and the core sam neill explains this is the event horizon and then in an earlier scene mm. he explains what the event horizon is is this a ship that was built by the government to try and go great distances in a this like blink of an eye okay so it's like folding space and he he demonstrates with a picture of a hot girl magazine that some guy put up in his bunk. He goes, hey, man, don't do that. Hey. It's my hot girl. <laughs> and so Sam Neill, like, just fish out of water. 
He takes it and he puts a pencil through both ends and folds the piece of paper like a taco, saying what this core does is that it creates a tiny little black hole, physics. Mm -hmm. It (laughs) bends space and time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we go there. And so they go to the core and it's this massive spinning kind of like H.R. Geiger-esque thing. It's very alien. It's like everything looks like it could like cut you and hurt you. It's It's the worst design core I've ever seen in my entire life. It looked it looked bad. It looked bad to be in there. Yeah. And they go into it. And what happens is that it's physically impossible for the core to turn on because there's no power on the ship. But for some reason, when while Justin's, Justin's there, in there, it turns on. And it's, <gasps> and by the way, it's, it's zero gravity. So and he's looking around and there's little blips of fluid just kind of floating oh, through. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like human fluid? You don't know? <laughs> I think just space fluid. Oh, the worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> and he touches it, right? He touches the core. Like you do. Boink. Yep. Yeah, yeah. After another, seeing another, a like, corpse. Another little like <sighs> matrixy type scene. Very matrixy. <laughs> and does he get sucked into it? What he- happens is the core turns on and oh, we no. see that this circular thing kind of becomes flat. Uh-huh. And this flat thing kind of becomes like liquidy, like mercury. It's like this like yep. viscous metal. And for some reason, he's kind of cold to it. Like he, mm-hmm. he he wants to explore it, but he puts his hand in and kind of feels it. Oh, that's another and thing about horror movies. Why are you like, doing it? Don't do that. Don't of course, he's tethered, right? Because they know he's going into the core. Right. Mm-hmm. And what yeah, do you think happens? Yep. Motherfucker gets sucked the shit in. And the tether is just going. <laughs> and so they send they some. Out. They flip out, send someone in after. Who do they send in? Um, oh, they send in Miller. Miller. Well, what happened is Miller goes in. They've got the thing. They get him out and he's all fucked up. He's like dazed and like, we got to get back on oh, the Justin ship right gets now. Out. Justin gets out, but he's, he's not himself. He's, he, I think he's like unconscious. At yeah, first, he's like right? so he, get, he gets sucked in and then he gets spit back out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, when this thing happens, a pulse is sent through the whole ship. This massive kind of like, mm. and this fucks up their ship that is docked to oh, us. Oh, that's right. So now we have the other space trope, which oh, is your no. ship is fucked. Oh, right. no. And Sam Neill says, here's what we're going to do, guys. Instead of going on to our ship, which is fucked, why don't we repair it while all of us get on the event horizon? Because mm-hmm. this ship's not fucked. Okay. Sam Neill, like, throughout the course of the movie is like, falling in love with the ship he's like more and more like oh we gotta get we gotta get on this ship he's you you start to see that he has this maybe an ulterior motive yeah yeah creepy not is he is it suspicious yet or not yet probably so he's starting he is a physicist and he designed he's aware of the ship's power okay and he needs to go there and you start to kind of realize it's like maybe he wants to get to that core for another reason interesting or maybe the core is calling him that's what mm-hmm. it is because then you start to see something we didn't talk about earlier which is really fucked up peters this uh female doctor mm-hmm. we see footage in the beginning kind of building all the characters like what are they like what are their interests what's she into and we see oh, right. her watching this kind of video of back home we assume back home and it's her kid who's like so polioed out like he's like oh, white no. and gray and he's at this like oh. birthday party that's like it's kind of fucked up if you're gonna have a kid who can't like run around and have a birthday party for him and like everyone's running around having fun and yeah, he's like stuck there and that, his legs don't work. Oh, that's very sad. And she's yeah. just kind of watching it sweetly. So her first vision she has is her son in the medical room of the event horizon. And she's like, what? It's like a tent and she pulls it over and he's sitting there. Oof. But the son's legs are exposed uh-huh. and they're just rot with maggots. Oh, oh no. So... I'm like 10 for 10 on picking movies. I got kids getting hurt. Oh my God. I'm so good at this game. I'm the best. Wait, when does she have this vision? Before she even gets on the ship? Each one of them, when they get on the ship, start Uh, to have this kind of strange vision. Something happens. Right. And it's kind of happening in this like, did I see that? Or did I not see that? Uh 
So, of course, they get back to the ship and she's kind of she's rattled. Yeah. So 11 year old Evan is still holding it I down. I think I'm still in the movie. You're still in the movie. <laughs> I think at this I'm still point. watching the movie. I'm still watching the movie right now. Okay. <laughs> like hoping they're all going to get guns and shoot the bad guys. Like, I'm like, get that's surely what's going to happen. I think that's going to happen in this movie. You're like, we're only 20 minutes in yeah. and I'm already deeply traumatized for the rest of my and life. Robin, my mom is just stuffing popcorn. <laughs> Loving it. Just thinking, like, oh, I hope my little pussy son doesn't get out of this one. I will finish this movie, goddammit. Um, and then I think Justin's actually in the medical room with her like on a table the guy who he, goes into the mm-hmm. core and he's like starts convulsing <laughs> and, and he's really good at convulsing by the way <laughs> by the way, golden retriever convulsing it's kind of like you know these movies didn't have all the graphics that we have now so, so you're like really rel- doing it yeah. yeah like nowadays you would like kind of speed up the footage or you do like some sort of stuff and it's like no the guy's just doing it 24p like frame per second. Nowadays, it's like actors can get away with convulsing so slowly. They really can. They go, hey, just kind of wiggle and we'll fix it in post. Just move a little bit. We'll Give us something to work with. Oh, no, we got a plug-in for this. We just press writhe and your body just kind of shakes. We're just going to put you on a massage chair. It's actually like going to the sharper image. Yeah. Um, but then Weir is in like the ducts. What is he doing? I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. He's like up in the ducts trying to fix... The ship, I guess. He's doing something up there that's pretty John McClane from Die Hard. Yeah. He's in this tight little claustrophobic <laughs> yes. area and it's green, a lot uh-huh. of green. Um, mm-hmm. And he has his first like apparition vision. Yeah. So uh. he sees his wife in the ducts and she's like, I, I like your home and I have so much to show you. She's yeah. like, I have so much have to show so much you. To show that's you. a that's like a motif in the whole thing. Yeah. too. Like I've been somewhere. Yeah. I have something to show you. Yeah. Like, Eyes, all the visuals, it's all there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, so creepy. I love it. Oh, my God. And then Miller sees a fiery corpse. What is the corpse saying? It's well, like, say, like, don't leave me, don't leave me. Well, the, the corpse says, you left me. You it's left like accusing me. him. It's just fucked up dude is like on fire. And it's at the base of the core. And he sees it with his own eyes. So when everybody kind of comes back after this terrible idea to split up and go across this like horrifying ship, they all come back and they're reassessing what's happening. And they're all like, we, we saw something. Yeah, all like, of them see saw something? something. I saw something. Yeah. They're commiserating and they realize, oh, this ship is really not good. Yeah. This is a well, bad he says, ship. he says the fiery corpse was like a mission that went bad before where he had to leave someone behind. So the, so the ship is like fucking with them. Yeah. So he says, I never, person. he with says, person, I never they... told anyone that. Mm. And so it can the ship see inside knows, of them. like my biggest fear. So meanwhile, as this is all happening, and even though Sam Neill has also had visions, he keeps reminding the crew, no, these are classic traits of oxygen deprivation, which oh. is what we're going on. I'm a doctor. I know. Ooh. This is another classic horror thing where it's like, no, you're science. just going crazy. It's, let me explain it away. Yeah, he's yeah. gaslighting. And he's, it's, he's mansplaining to all of them. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. And he tells all of them, like, you guys just need to chill. We're on a mission. We have to keep on this mission. But we like, have to do it. Why at this point? <laughs> Let's fix yeah. that ship and they go don't, home. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, have, they have no means yet. Then uh. we revisit the film of the footage. And is we're starting that? to see different things about oh it. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, no. Oh, and no, this oh, is no. like, I believe this is where I left. This is when you got about. Because this is one of the last things I remember seeing as a kid in a movie and just being, I remember this is where I like looked at my mom and said, like, I, I, we have to go. We have to <laughs> right. go right now. Oh, we gotta go. Right. There's, yeah, there's a part earlier where Peter, where they've like gotten this like footage, but they're like, 
it's it's unclear and you can't really see what's happening and staticky. So, yeah, and someone's like, oh, I'll run it through some filters, <laughs> like that. see what I can get. Enhance, enhance. <laughs> and so then they like finally, um, they're like, okay, we we got the footage. Like, let's take a look, and it's the whole previous crew just like murdering each other in the craziest ways like but i also took a note for this scene specifically because yes. i read about it oh no okay yeah oh, no. no it's like so bloody everyone it's so violent and like what are some ways that they're killing each other okay like, well it's, with their bare hands and oh, yeah. no there's there's no like apparatuses it's, it's with hands just like, like ripping each other apart you see this shot of a guy and it's like a dummy head but it looks really good and he has his own hand in his mouth and he's like choking slash ripping his tongue out <gasps> what the fuck and you see another guy pulling his eyes out, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, yeah, presenting yeah. them to camera, and in, in Latin, just repeating this verse, which was it, what they thought it was. Save me, and then they hear more of it in this new cleaned up version, mm-hmm. and it says, "Save yourselves from hell." Like, don't come here. Oh, okay, <laughs> would have been great to have gotten that full message before. <laughs> Couldn't they have just sent a text? Um, ooh, <laughs> wow, old. save yourselves from hell. Now, my favorite thing about this uh, scene is I read about it because this scene was a big note from the network and from the studio saying, we can't show this scene. This scene they referred to as the blood orgy okay. yeah. because they're also fucking. They're it's, fucking? What? Th- oh my they're God. not just killing each other. It's a full-blown like satanic ritual blood orgy where oh they're just God. fucking each other. They're fucking each other. I will, the, I, I'm so I'm so intrigued. The actual <laughs> the crazy. actual production notes is that they used real life amputees, <gasps> so it looked like they actually were missing limbs and real porn actors. <gasps> no, so the scene is like actual fucking. <laughs> no, and oh. also actual amputees. Oh Wait, my they're god, they're actually having sex on screen. It's the uh, oh knows? my god. It's, oh. and everyone's naked, covered in blood, ripping each other apart. And for some reason, I thought it'd be funny to write down. Real life amputees and porn actors. Imagine the green room. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my Christ. God. Oh my oh, God. Are you here for this thing too? Truly, yeah. I'm truly I'm are you so also part of me wants to see this scene. I'm curious about the origin. I scene. never want to see this. It's one of the gnarliest. You look It's really, really crazy. Emily, Emily looks Emily's not right Emily, well. Emily looks like she needs to tap out for a second. I just I just I just can't. Yeah, no, it was really bad. What Emily the? just got on her Fuck. bird scooter. I'm out. <laughs> it's oh one of the most disturbing scenes, and that's God. absolutely the, the 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 image I have is when the guy tugs at his eyes with his uh, own hands and pulls out his eyeballs uh, and puts them to the screen and says, "Save yourself from hell." That's where I turned my mom and said, "I gotta go." But then of course, I did. I revisited this movie you know, years the later. Bloody uh-huh. fucking with body po- like. Yeah, Mother, I'd like to go get ice cream. I was expecting this. Uh, the trailer does not prepare you. No, for the this trailer scene. really didn't show much. It's a. Oof. It's very violent. Super so violent. what happens to them then when they see? They're, I mean, they're this. all just, they're all very freaked out. They're, I think they're like appropriately freaked out, probably except for uh, Weir. But um, well, this is around the time Sam. Neil Weir, Dr. Weir really starts to go into like full psychosis. Yeah, uh, he's like, get, he's like into, kind of sabotaging he's things. Into it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's doing a lot of weird stuff. So the next thing that happens, this scene was really good and intense, is when Justin wakes up and oh. goes to the airlock. So basically you have the, your inner door and your outer door, right? And so he locks himself in there. Depressurizes. To like depressurizes to, to like eject himself from the ship. Into space. And he's like kind of like zombie, not himself, like talking. And like to, not in a space suit. No, not in no. a space suit. And he's talking to 
Peters through the glass, who's like crying and being like, like, what are you doing? Please like don't open the outside door. And he's like, basically, like, I've been to hell. And I'm yeah. What I've seen, what I can't I've live seen, with. I can't like I need I, to get the fuck out I of here. I can't live like please. Like I need to die. Whoa! Because when he got sucked in, that's when he went to hell. Yeah, that yes. yeah. That's what we're kind of learning. That's what we're that kind of learning. The ship is haunted, but no, it's not haunted. It's even worse when Wait, it splits space and time. It, it essentially it like went opened to, a hell. Gate to hell. Oh, he opened said, a gate to hell. He says the dark inside me shows me horrible things. So it's like part so of it's him coming forever. from him, and he can't escape it. Oh God! And so. He's like in that trance and then he presses the eject and it has its 30 second countdown outside. And then we see Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is outside, like trying to fix the ship. And he's like, he's like, oh, I got like, I'll go and like save Save him. him. Like, I'll get you. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And after he doesn't hear what he's saying. Well, he's kind of like, it's like, it's not really clear. He's talking to Peters, who's on the other side of the glass. And so Peters is like, go get him, go get him. And he's like, the 30 second thing goes and Justin snaps back to his like regular self and oh, he's no. like he's like what's happening what's happening like <gasps> what please please and then the, then they're like okay you need to or Lawrence Fishburne uh, Miller is talking to him and he's like curl into curl into a ball take a deep breath like you're gonna get ejected into space there's no like override oh, like, and I'm gonna like catch you in Surely movies that deal with you, like space and stuff like that they never go into what you're supposed to do but when you fall into space in other movies, it's just like it's kind of different. Every movie has a different interpretation. Mm-hmm. The fact that they give Lawrence Fishburne this direction of like, here's what you're actually going to do because this is what's going to happen to you. Like your insides are going to become outsides. It adds such a gnarly level to it. Oh my god! And, and like god, oh god, oh god. Now he's like, okay, I'll get a ball in the duct. His veins are like starting oh, to no, like no, 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 no. His out of his arm. His eyes. His he oh. has to close his eyes. They're like, close your eyes, close your eyes. They're like oh, starting no. to like burst. yeah, like burst out of his head. Oh my god! And he like he oh, no. gr- curls into a little ball. It opens. No, 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 no. And he's like. Flipping, kind of somersaulting screaming. towards, yeah, screaming, and now blood is like kind of coming out <gasps> oh of everywhere. Oh but it's like god. floating zero gravity blood droplets ripping from his skin. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And Lawrence Fishburne grabs him and t- takes him back inside. But surely, any amount of time in space without a spacesuit is enough to kill you, right? You're, like, unless you're Princess be. Leia. In the newest Star Wars. Right. Somehow she survives. But she is not. What does happen to the human body? Does anyone know for a fact? No, I don't know. In a split second. And I've, I've, uh, because this is something that bothers me so much in movies. Yeah. Is for some reason, everyone takes a different liberty of like, what is space? And they think that as long as you hold your breath, (laughs) you'll be fine because it's just a suffocation thing. Yeah. It is like negative thousand degrees there's an unbelievable pressure so there's only a few movies that have like really done it i think this one kind of tackles it pretty good just in a a movie slowed down version of it Uh but surely it would be that violent and that intense Uh and the other one is like total recall when they're on mars and their face is just exploding right Right. it's like a pressure thing you're like you're a balloon that's going to implode and explode at the same time right Jesus. jesus fucking christ so this movie yeah. finally does it they're like yeah. we're actually going to show you what i think is going to happen in space wow space is so scary and it's right there you guys it's right <laughs> up there like it's all right of our there. problems it's just hanging over our heads <laughs> so never close. going away uh, <laughs> um yeah so they, so they get him in? back in and he's not dead but he's obviously not well which is crazy this guy's been through he, a ton yeah, no, he definitely would be dead he would be dead, he'd be dead. But, he'd be dead. Um, but they just want to keep him alive there's really by the way spoiler there's no reason to keep him alive i was gonna say if yeah. he's like let him i mean yeah who wants to come back from that yeah you know? maybe the director was like what's scarier dying in right. these instances 
or suffering in a horrible, irreparable way. That's definitely way. worse. 100% and, yeah, kept yeah. alive throughout the whole thing. And it's like, yes. 100% so suffering. It feels very similar to um, in Evil Dead. That like that is such a scary moment of being in a different state and then coming back to yourself. Like that yeah. is so yep. scary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not having any control yes, over your state yes, of mind. And being yeah. like all of a sudden being like, oh, wait, I'm back. No, I don't want to. I don't want to be yeah. here. And it's like ships Just sailed. So, You're fucked. Like so scary. Well, that's what's Ugh. neat about this movie is that it's it's a horror movie that tackles kind of all the things. There's body horror. There's like jump scares. There's suspense. Mm-hmm. But there's another movie that uh, Tark- uh, Andrei Tartovsky made, this famous, wonderful Russian director called Solaris. And it's a, they remade it with yeah. George Clooney. And it deals with the same thing of what's most scary about losing your mind? Like the things that haunt you coming back. And, yeah. and what's scarier, things on the outside of the world or the things inside your head? Mm-hmm. And this movie goes... Instead of them being scared about like, you know, a bad guy or like dying outside of space, what if the worst secrets, the worst fears, the worst anxieties inside each one of them personified mm. and just started like destroying them? Oh, God. Uh, and that's what this whole movie is. Like, yeah. it's, that's what hell is, essentially. It's like, right. what's hell? Hell is just this like constant loop of terror. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. own personal terror. Oh. Yeah. And that's essentially what they deal with. And it's great. Um, yeah, so after this Justin situation, they're like, we need to fucking get home. We need to figure this out. And this, yeah, is where Sam Neill's like, he says, I am home. And he's like starting to like slink away and like run and like do Do they hear things. him say that? Or are they all like, dude, is Sam I okay? I, th- <laughs> I think, yes, uh, Miller is like realizes at this this point the guy's gone rogue yeah he's like yeah but something they don't go into the movie and i thought they were going to get there just kind of like putting on like my writer hat as like oh and maybe it's in like the lost footage of this movie because there Mm -hmm. is a director's cut i was wondering maybe sam neill's interested in the ship because he's going to try and get his wife back because he knows there's this kind of dimensional leap and maybe he can go to a different time but they don't really get there no he's like so is his wife dead well, yes, we so, finally learn. Okay. I don't know when it happens, but yeah, there is a scene in which it's his vision of his wife committing suicide. And oh. all these visions of her and these things she was saying, like, like I miss you and you're like not around and like you're never here. Oh. They start to kind of, uh, they, they come together in this way where you realize it's like, oh, those are the things she's saying because she killed herself. Uh-huh. Like he was always gone. He wasn't there. She needed uh-huh. him. Oh my God. So that's he's, so sad. All uh-huh. these images of her are all from the moment that he found her naked and dead in the bathtub because she opened her wrists. Uh-huh. Another scene that apparently I think was shot in a different way, way bloodier. And when they tested it, the audience said, absolutely not. <laughs> so there's a, there's an even bloodier wow. suicide scene with his wife. Jesus. And we didn't, somehow we saw the tame version. And even oh that is God. gnarly. It's still a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so. One by one, they're all kind of dying. One by one, by they're the all kind of dying. And, and um, <laughs> okay. Peters, Peters is so bad. So she's like, sees her son oh. running around now with his legs well. Oh. And she's like. Well, there's probably maggots under those pants. Oh, <laughs> no. And she's like chasing him like through the ship. When she should be getting these massive like CO2 tank things that are going to be used to get their ship back to order. Okay. So she's now distracted. Totally distracted. Right. And she basically is like chasing him around and finally catches up with him. And as she's like about to reach him, she falls down through this big 
opening like a space tunnel space tunnel like i don't know six stories like whoever designed landing, that is so not OSHA. Yeah, landing, like, let's just have a big open hole here <laughs> this is where the hole will go <laughs> landing landing in the core oh, which God. is like this surrounded by all these horrible metal objects oh, and her no. body just like explodes on impact With blood blood oh. like Oh, it's so bad. And she just sounds like a big wet sack but of she's just not carcass like, meat. Oh, and she's so God. wet. And she's not quite dead yet. She oh, kind of no. has moments of like choking on her blood and ugh, oh and my why God, wouldn't it was bad. she also, while choking in blood and probably paralyzed, see images of her child running around her and running around the core? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. This is hell after That's all. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. This is like the last thing she sees. That's mm-hmm. horrible. Very dark. I think Emily's into it though. She seems like she's doing well. Yeah, she, she em- Emily's Emily. Emily's not having a good time. But you know, it's got, oh my it's God. got the guy from Pee Wee's Playhouse in it and the guy from Jurassic so Park. I think you really like it. No, okay. So then, so then, DJ's death scene is next, and he's um, Jason Isaacs, who is. He's kind of this like Lucius logical doctor. Lucius pretty Malfoy. hot. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hot. We, had, also, to, we yeah. had to describe who in this film is hot. We haven't done it Cooper yet. Cooper is also oh, hot. Who's Cooper? We haven't really gotten that much to him yet. He's like, um, I don't know. Oh, Cooper. Yeah. You know, Cooper's kind of like the comedy relief, but he's also like the soldier. He's they like the soldier, soldier on these with an right, accent. Right, right. And he's like Special this, forces. He's a great guy and he's joking the whole time. And he's always in these situations that are like precarious, but mm-hmm. he survives. He's very okay. like durable. Um, and he actually, yeah. So anyway, so, but so DJ's death scene. Um, oh my God. So this is when Sam Weir is really full tilt. Yeah. Like he is now, he's either fully possessed as the devil himself <gasps> because he's kind of imbued with these new strengths. He has these like unbelievable powers. Yeah. Oh no. But nothing crazy. Like he can just kind of like pick stuff up real easy. So does he, he fights DJ. Well, DJ is alerted by Miller. Lawrence Fishburne's character because they've noticed that there's these these devices were put in the core's entrance as a fail safe. Mm-hmm. Should anything happen with the core, like a black hole going that they couldn't get rid of, it'll detonate and it'll send the core floating off into the black hole while the ship goes to safety. They notice that now that Sam Weir is just or Dr. Weir is just nuts. He stole one of the incendiary devices like, oh, he's got one of the bombs. We don't know where he is. They notice this. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne warns DJ uh, with that Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, yep. just, they, they they say hey the doctor's nuts he's somewhere on the ship and he has a bomb he's probably gonna try and blow up our ship so we're stuck on the event horizon forever <laughs> right. oh no oh no and he goes don't worry i've got it and he picks up a little knife and you think like this is gonna be kind of cool turns around instantly and sam neil is there picks him up by the throat and lifts him with ease Oh uh-huh. no! And then Sammy can kind of get. No, I don't yourself. actually remember. I feel like I blocked it out. I like was it's a too. Bit sc- of, it's a bit of a wipe. It it does right. But okay, but what, then what it cuts to? He throws him really hard, and then we kind of get a little wipe. We get a little side scene, and we um, is it Miller that finds him? Lawrence Fishburne. I, yes. Yes. Yeah, so Lawrence Fishburne now is like. Oh my god! He comes in and he sees <laughs> in the DJ has been opened <gasps> from the chest no this is upside very much down hanging like like justin timberlake in the nsync no strings attached kind of thing <laughs> like he's My, like, like a, a marionette like a marionette with his whole is, body is like justin timberlake from no strings <laughs> attached. Oh, okay okay, okay. He's, no, like he's dead he's dead for sure held by his like flayed open <gasps> chest what it's and very much like the midsummer scene did you see midsummer oh, thanks for the spoiler no i didn't 
I mean, there's someone who dies very similarly. So that happens, <laughs> and he's flayed open, fuck? like like a, a picture open heart surgery. It's all oh open. Oh my god, it's but so he's, gross. He's belly down, hovering over his inspection desk, and his chest is being like like canopied up to the roof. Holy oh. and shit! All of his insides are just pouring out. Holy like, oh my god! They're swapping. It's just sounds. Oh my god! It's the worst ASMR video I've ever seen. <laughs> God. And so, at, obviously, there's this a million awful. points in this movie where it's like, at this point, they realize they're in trouble. <laughs> this is like that moment, 9,000. It just keeps happening. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they kind of deduce at this point that there's only two people alive. Of Miller the and ship. Weir. Miller and Weir, because we see that Cooper, Cooper, mm-hmm. hot guy, hot guy mm-hmm. has been kind of kicked off into space and he's just kind of floating around aimlessly. But we don't see him die. We just kind of know that he's kind of floating around. We see right. the, the lady. Oh, no. And then there's the other lady who just kind of like disappears for a little Stark. bit. Stark. She's um, kind of like, I don't know where she goes. Yeah, to be she honest. was kind of disappeared for a bit. And then they. And we they, also don't see any of her images, by the way. We never see a single one of her hallucinations. Right. She huh. just kind of has this weird like she's there, but not there thing. And yeah. you have to you have to kind of wonder, was this part of the original edit? Was oh. there a whole sub thing happening that right. we don't know about? Oh, like maybe right. hers was like the most horrific and they took it out. Yeah. What could have possibly happened? But they're like, no, that's like, too this much. This is what we're gonna we will take, take out. This and leave that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the bargaining. Like, all right, okay, okay. I get to we'll keep give the you an open legs. chest. Yeah. We'll give you an open cavity. But you we'll even let you scene. keep the amputee porn yeah, blood amputee orgy. Porn. Look, we like the porn scene. We, we like it. that part. It tested great in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> the five uh, six love the blood orangey. So after the Jason Isaac scene, after he's flayed open, you see Sam Neill kind of have this moment of like transformation. And he you realize mentally like there's no going back. This guy is now either not himself or a version of himself that went through hell. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Uh-huh. And he decides in order to see better, he needs to remove his mortal eyes. Okay. And this is this motif of his wife saying where I've been like you'll you have to see what i've seen oh, God. so we see him kind of put his little fingies inside of his eye holes <laughs> and pull them out oh, okay okay and there's a lot of this, in this ah, movie. a lot of screaming and then the next time we see him is sitting kind of like he's in the captain's chair yeah like a and badass he says to them and they're, he turns around, they're like ah oh, your eyes and he says where we're going we don't need eyes and his what? eyes have now been sewn shut what so he's sewing the lids shut and i don't know where his oh, eyeballs actually God. ended up he might have just eaten on them. the floor. Just a floor. Just just a on dirty the floor. floor. A filthy floor. Could be um, floor. Oh my so, god. Yeah, they're kind of having it's it's Lawrence Fishburne's like, you're a madman, all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that kind You've of stuff. It. Stark is in there now and But she's unconscious because I think she got thrown at a wall. Right. She, she got, snuck up behind and yep. one of those things. And mm-hmm. then Cooper, who was like floating around in space, slams onto like the essentially windshield from the outside. From the outside. Okay. He found a way to like use his his air, his oxygen to kind of self-propel himself. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Mm-hmm. In a spacesuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, in an 80-pound okay. spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Weir shoots him, which is like through the through the windshield. Seems like a pretty bad idea. Definitely. It's not a good idea. Definitely And of idea. course, that causes all this crazy, you know, suction. Everyone's like holding on to things which to avoid like, being like sucked out of the 
Another and thing about space that wouldn't happen, you would literally just die instantly. It's because yeah. the pressure would just crush you like a can. Right. Yeah. Right. But we're just, we'll entertain that it's like a window and it's windy. And they're all like, <laughs> there's just like a fan off camera. There's a union, a special effects guy just like, all right, full blast for you, Mr. Uh, Fishburn. Hold on to your butts. And they just, whoa. And they do that sideways like they're a flag. And like, whoa. It's a little silly. That part kind of takes me out of it. I'm like, hmm. um, they pull you right back in. And we're flies out, right? Weir flies out. Oh my god. Oh, but it's the same thing where you don't really see him die. Yeah. You just kind of see him exit. Okay. Uh-huh. And for uh-huh. some reason, Lawrence has the most, like, he has the strength to kind of get to this other area, and because he's kind of behind a wall, he's able to, like, withstand the pressure. Sure. sure. He grabs... <laughs> physics. The, 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 the physics. <laughs> uh, he grabs the, the woman and saves her, and then the door locks, and they do that. <gasps> and Cooper's there now, too. Cooper's so now we see too. there's three people alive. Okay. It's Miller... It's Cooper, and then why I can never remember her name. Stark. Stark. It's I'm telling you, she has no story. Okay, like it's hard to remember her <laughs> I name. I hope that she did a, prior to the cuts. What's presented is it's just yeah. like she's she literally shows up and you go, oh her, yeah, but yeah, she's still I here. About her, oh, yeah. she's her. But Weir is out in space, so we assume the problem assume is solved. So. But I feel like the I rule like is if you don't see someone yeah. die, they're not dead. Yeah. Exactly, yep. exactly. Especially if they're Satan reincarnated. Especially if they're <laughs> Especially Satan. Then. So. Uh, then the ship starts filling up with blood. Oh yeah! All of a sudden, like uh, shining scenes, like yeah. we just start seeing like, like shining motif, gallons and gallons of blood. Where's yeah. this like, blood coming ev- from? Hell, the, the the pell, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> got it. Okay. Um, and there is some path home now, right? They're the, like, we can. The goal is to explode I, our half off of the the part with the core. Yes, and it's like an escape pod, basically right, right, that right, they've okay. figured out how to work. Yeah, so I believe what happens is yes, you're right. So the event but horizon some, will become their new home. Essentially, that'll be their way home. But they need to get rid of the core because they kind of realize the core is the problem. It's yeah. open, yeah, and, right. and it's open to hell. Yeah, and get, we need get. to get this thing taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> we got a TCLB taking care of business. <laughs> They're like, this will work, but we just got to close the gate to we hell. We got to close the gate. We'll oh. definitely get home as soon as we close the gate. Yeah, <laughs> we just do this one thing, well, we're good. It's like a dad with a refrigerator. Like, don't leave the door open. <laughs> close the gate to hell, kids. You're not going to like what happens. If you like your eyes, you're going to hate what happens when you leave the gate to hell open. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so they get in there and Lawrence Fishburne finally has his confrontation with his personal demon, which uh, is this kind of like, this guy's like, you, and he's like shooting fire. So now that he kind of has this weird like, superpower to like shoot fire yeah uh-huh. and Lawrence fishburne gets stuck in the core where the other guys go into yep. the safe area so now they're separated and it's that race against time like fishburne you got to go because this thing's about to blow Lawrence fishburne is now battling his demon and the demon kind of goes away and then turns into Weir. sam neil <gasps> Weir is back and he's like full hellraiser yeah oh, he's no. got the like slashed skin now too like he just looks so Scary. So scary. He's, like he's a demon. He's bald yeah. now, and his ba- and he's naked. He's by naked. The way. Yeah, I have it written down. Miller <gasps> and Miller and naked weir fight. I don't think we did get full he, frontal. We don't see Wiener, but we do see that he's wearing like a nude undie kind of set, and I think there's <laughs> like red over it. So maybe he cut it off. Oh my god! <laughs> I wouldn't put it past oh in this god. movie that, that there is an edit off? somewhere a of him somewhere floating in space. Himself. Yeah, he's sure. like, when I get back, I'm gonna show them. But first, gotta like, to get this off. Jesus <laughs> I can't fight with my Wiener out. That's embarrassing. <laughs> So he comes um, okay. back flayed. Like he's like every inch of his body is cut and scored and like blood is out. Jesus and he's super Christ. powerful. And he's kind of like saying these crazy things like you can't leave. There's yeah, nowhere, it won't let you leave. Go. It won't let you leave. Like what, leave where? Hell yeah. is open. And I think you're going to like it if you actually just kind of like give over. 
Okay. And Lawrence Fishburne's like, nah, not yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> Wouldn't be prudent. But I think he he like ultimately decides to sacrifice himself, right? Because he he's like, I'm not gonna be able to get out of here. But they so still let me can. save the other two. And also in a kind of in a way, it's it's almost him doing the same thing he did to the guy that's haunting him, right? He's kind right. of like I didn't save you. I'm going to save these people. And I'm going to do probably what I should have done back there. Yeah. I should have died with him then. I, I, I shouldn't have thought that my life was greater than his. Right. So he does he does kind of have this like martyr moment of like, yeah. I will. It's very Jesus like. He's like, I will kind of Jesus moment right now. I will. I will martyr die. Jesus versus Satan. Classic wow. tale. Wow. A religious film. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's so scary. <laughs> and we're doing this on a Sunday. Ooh, I know. It's a going church. Church service. <laughs> um, well, anyways, he blows it up. Um, it goes into a black hole. Sam Neill's like, no. And we see that it goes into a black hole and we see that Cooper and Stark are safe. Yeah. They go into their little pod things and then they go down. Then something happens. So 72 days later, they're found. There's a crew. It's like, we're here. And they have their, it's like first person kind of video game. We're here. We found them. We're here. Oh, yeah, Justin's in there, too, by the way. The guy who's, like, right. all scorned oh, and messed up. Oh, is he right. still alive? He's, like, barely... He's hanging on by a thread. Yeah, 72 days later, somehow still alive. Very he's impressive. in, like, a frozen thing. They've just, okay. like, shut him... Shut everyone looks down. looks like gefilte fish. Oh, he's just being oh pickled, God. and it's gross. Oh, yeah. no. So something happens in the end, which is... It still scares me in movies when movies do this. Yeah. It's one of my least favorite like horror movie trope endings. Yeah. And it's the false save ending. Yeah. That is so improbable and so insane where you kind of have that feeling of dread of like, there's no getting away. Yeah. Yeah. You can blow up anything. But like the horror is always going to be there. So what happens? So um, Stark wakes up first and sees the, the like rescue crew coming and the main he's like, you're safe. You're safe. And like takes off his mask. And it's weird and all bloody. all bloody and crazy. And it's like, ah, you like, can you're never not leave. safe. Ah! You can never leave. And then like snaps back to her actually woken up. It, her, she is woken up and there are actually rescue people there. And they're like, whoa, whoa, like why? And she just like doesn't stop screaming. Like, She's just PTSD. screaming, 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 screaming. And that's the end that's of the movie. <laughs> oh, my Credits God. Roll. Awesome. <laughs> Late 90s techno plays. Crazy graphics. Oh, do you think boy. the same thing was going to happen to that crew that happened to the other crew? Well, you wonder, it's like, is this the trauma that will be with them forever? Right. And is it more of like a metaphorical thing? Or is the core being sucked into black hole moot? Who cares? Yeah. Once that portal's been open, like hell is now released. Right. And right. it's stuck inside of you. Oh, and it just, it. you feel like my favorite with horror movies, like shit. You feel <laughs> awful. Like really, you just feel unsettled for like a good day. Oh my God. I was keep thinking about if stuff. If you You're guys not... could see Emily's face, you would know that she didn't even have to see this movie em- with Emily's, her own eyes. She like, looks like she's real a picky eater and someone said, no, 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 try this calamari. <laughs> and she's being a good sport and put it in her mouth. <laughs> and, and just uh, held it there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's just like, mm-hmm. hey, Emily, is the calamari, see it's not that gooey, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. You can... She's like trying so hard not to throw up. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> yeah, that's literally been her face for like the last 20 minutes. It is a I'm tough upset. movie. It's a I, really tough movie. And you know what? I hate this more than The Evil Dead. Yeah, I mean, it's it was worse for it me more. too, for hate sure. I don't know. There's something about it I kind of liked. It's <laughs> okay. surprise, surprise. I thought it was interesting. It was like, it was all done pretty well. The actors were pretty good. And so I'm like, I'm like confused about why it has a 27%. Yeah, why do people it, hate it, it so much? It does sound like a good movie that I will fucking hate and never want anything to do with. But like, right. it does sound 
good. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know why I didn't mind it. I think there's something about um, space movies that I'm intrigued by, especially ones that deal with like a little bit of existential dread. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, Mm -mm. Uh, don't want to actually see it with my own eyes, though. Mm -mm. I will admit, Mm -mm. you can watch it with somebody else's eyes. I could floating around (laughs) in space. You just grab them. Yeah, if someone could just like (laughs) pop their eyes out for me right now, I'd appreciate it. You got Um, it. I know a place you can go. They'll do it for you for free. (laughs) It's a really it is a shocking thing that that movie has such a low rating because to me it is it's quite a feat and I feel like America wasn't ready they just were like no this isn't we don't want this right now no and then lo and behold what came out like months later and just killed was Titanic that's what America wanted yeah Titanic mm-hmm. this is not Titanic this is not this Titanic is not this is a different type disclaimer. of shit movie yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a different type if you meet someone film. who's like what's your kind of favorite movie they go oh movies with vessels <laughs> Be very specific. So what this is a, this is a vessel movie, but do you like Titanic kind or Event Horizon? Chitty 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 Bang Bang. Event Horizon. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I am a big vessel head. We all do. <laughs> big fan of vessels. Can't get um, enough. Polar Express. Love Sam, it. You do love, you do love, love marine history, don't you? So I do. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm nautical. Nautical. Oh, you're a vessel head. I'm. So I am actually a vessel head. I'm so surprised to even myself when I found that out. I went to a nautical museum in England and was like so <laughs> interested in everything in a way that was really uh, a new information to me. Yeah. I'm scared of underwater stuff. And I think that's probably something you guys come across. I feel like we like asked this before, but yeah, did we decide or is underwater or space scarier? Both. They're I, equally scary. They're I think the same. Actual footage. Like if you put up a YouTube video of like, oh, like, like a, large squid underwater, and yeah, it doesn't matter if it's day or night because it's just dark. Everything's the night. Murkiness. <laughs> and it's oh, it's always night underwater. Classic. It's like that's horrifying to me. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than being underwater when it's dark and just murky waiting. That's the scariest footage that exists. Yeah. Being in also, water. Also, actual straight up monsters underwater yes, that yeah. we are well aware of. But remember how in space you will implode and explode in the same <laughs> moment? I forgot true. about that. It's true. Well, at, least that it's, at least it's fast. That is true. <laughs> and no one can quick. hear you, so you're not a burden. So yeah. that's kind of nice. You're not a burden. Yeah, you're not a burden. <laughs> that's my biggest fear is bothering people and being a burden. So it's like, that is taken care of right away. But I think, I think, the, I think just thinking about space generally is scarier than thinking about yes deep under the ocean to me anyway because i'm it's well it's never ending as we know it's yeah. infinite and that's fucking scary to think about that's so true what, what, i mean you kind of liked this movie i guess henley but what will <laughs> haunt you what's gonna haunt you from this mm, nothing <laughs> she <laughs> loves it i love the whole thing yeah, she looks um, really happy i'm so happy she's looking like a giant lollipop like a little kid <laughs> <laughs> i love this movie um wearing a I sailor think- outfit I think the thing, <laughs> I'm holding the microphone like a yum, yum, huge yum. lollipop right now. Um, <laughs> I think the thing that will... <laughs> I like when the ship turned into hell. I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck? It was weird. I think the thing that will haunt me is... Emily was licking her lips the whole time. Do you know what I mean? She was licking her lips the whole time. I'd be like, and then they flayed them open and she went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like she's holding a fork? Yeah. <laughs> She's Something. looking at me like I'm a giant turkey. <laughs> like an old cartoon. It's that thing. Um, I think the thing that will haunt me in all seriousness is uh, the golden retriever boy waking up yeah. while he's in airlock. Oh. Yeah. And realizing so what's much. happening and being like, get me out, get me out. That's very scary. Yeah. That's very, very scary to me. Mm-hmm. That regret, that moment of regret. I'm remembering a moment that I had such a hard time hearing and I think I've blocked it out since mid 
podcast. Yes. <laughs> Midcast? Yeah. Uh, been, since Midcast, I... I know there was something. I know. Well, even in retelling it and looking at my notes, I I felt myself blocking it things out. It might be too. them all murdering each other. Yeah, with it was probably that was awful. And that was so awful. Ha- having sex with each other like that might be what it was. It's all really bad. Yeah, it was. This, it was this, all bad. The space smut scene is really <laughs> insane. I almost, I almost wonder if I didn't. I think I just started blocking things out from the beginning, and <laughs> to make this whole experience easier for me. And so I'm. Just, I'm just so emotionally disconnected. Oh, I can't yeah. help but feel like hints was, of joy. It was the description of someone <laughs> trying to yank their own tongue out of their mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was hard for me. That was a bummer. That should, was a if, big if bummer. That was hard, you should try watching sure? it. You seem good though. Emily's like catatonic. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I. This is how I felt after the Evil Dead. I truly was like, oh, I'm, I, I can't process. I like couldn't. I'm and this is well. worse. This is, uh, this is worse. It, it's yeah. exhausting. Worse. It's an exhausting Someone movie. Someone get this girl a cookie. I need a cookie. <laughs> yeah, this movie. Like hearing this gave me like low blood sugar. <laughs> That's what's happened to me. Hearing this movie. See, like watching it is like a Peloton class. I'm like ill. I'm like physically ill now. Yeah. You know, there's one other little thing about this movie I found out that uh-huh. I want to share with you guys. Tell us, please. This is something that I looked up online to see if it was true because it just could. It just didn't seem real. There's a director's cut of this movie, which means that. Paul Anderson, the better one, obviously, the one who yeah. made this movie, <laughs> the real Paul Anderson. Paul Not Anderson made this movie Paul Thomas and said, Anderson. I want to do my version of it. And the studio said, we want this thing in six weeks. And he goes, well, the DGA, the Directors Guild of America says, I get a 10-week cut. And they go, we don't care. We want this thing out before Titanic because it's going to sink us. Someone's a vessel head. Oh, we had the vessel head committee last week? Yeah, there's a committee. It's on a boat, which is crazy. starboat committee. So they're like, no, we got to get this thing out before Titanic. We just have to do it. So he rushed to get it done. And just kind of in the back of his head, he's new. He goes, I'm going to release my version eventually because I do have footage. Guess what? This is a true fact about this movie. Oh, no. He can't release it because the footage of this movie that he shot that never made the cut was stored in a salt mine in Transylvania. No. And rotted. No. <laughs> No. That is 100% true. <laughs> no. Why? Why Transylvania? Why is salt mine? Did you mine? notice that it's the executive producer is D-Racula? Like... <laughs> D-Racula? Did you see that? Well, I guess we could use my salt he was mine. Trying to... yeah, what's that about? <laughs> it's like... Where do we store this film? Well, we've got these well, air-conditioned bolts in Burbank. Not a room, not an office. Um, Sammy's there like, what about a vessel? What about a vessel? Tell me Secretly about a like shelf. A, a biopic. I'm not going to hear it. Yeah, just doesn't go on the shelf. Dracula's... And a murky an character producer. in the back of the room goes, what about my salt mine in Transylvania? <laughs> and and like, go, this guy always has the best ideas. <laughs> you get one month free. And they go, okay, go, go, go. It goes in the salt mine. And it went into a salt mine wow, I'm in sad. Transylvania. I wish I could see it, honestly. Do and see, Yes, where I kind of do. Like, where did where, they do post how? on this? That makes no sense. I have no idea. But it's like, oh, I wish that salt mine in Transylvania, I don't know, like had better salt management. And we could finally <laughs> see the film crazy. that Paul Anderson wanted us to see. Yeah, I just don't know where else it could go. Like, That's what could be worse, like, like more intense? Maybe it would have had a thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and not a twenty-seven percent. We'll yeah. never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Um. All right. Well, I'm forever changed, and I uh, truly now hell lives inside me. 
from this yeah. hearing this film. No. I think you just need to eat a sandwich or something. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I need. I need like I, I need a, some food. I blood sugar. Um, this movie drained me of my life force, and I just need to get it back. I need to like drink a coke. <laughs> <laughs> truly feel evan thank you so, so much for bad. watching us through that thank movie you, evan. seriously thank you. i had a great time oh i i had a great time too. i loved every second, I, oh. every every second. Not, but i but it's not your fault you're welcome you're welcome to both of you <laughs> it's not your fault loved it um thank and you for having me be careful with the films you watch now with yeah. your sweet young girl you I gotta know, be careful i, know. Mm-hmm. I know i'm doing what i can I'm just going to go home and watch The Omen with my baby. It's just like funny family rom-com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a rom-com. I've heard it's a romp. It's a romp. Yeah, we're going to watch that later. Well, from all of us here in this room, goodbye. 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 Hey, guys. It's Henley. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Um, we are now up on iTunes, so please subscribe and rate and review us. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at TSDW Podcast. Um, so would love to hear your thoughts and feelings. Reach out. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.